In this bulletin, First Nations leaders call for independent review into health services in Queensland's far north amid rising weekly deaths. Electricity bills are set to go up by 20 to 25% from tomorrow. And the Federal Education Minister Jason Clare says government is looking into free universal child care. Northwest Islander leaders are calling for an independent review into health services in Queensland's far north amid weekly deaths which they say are avoidable. In a letter to Queensland Premier Anastasia Palashe, leaders have raised concerns about the region's declining health and the withdrawal of culturally safe frontline services. The State Health Minister has announced a review, but community leaders are demanding an independent investigation which involves First Nations medical experts and the community. Mayor of the Torres Strait Island Regional Council, Philemon Mosby, says more needs to be done to address the issue. This call for help by First Nations people has attracted both government and people in opposition, government opposite to them. We don't want this to be a political thing. Our our people's lives are at stake. We just want people to get on and do the job, find out what's wrong. Why are our people falling under our watch? Prime Minister Anthony Albanese once again expressed his optimism that Australians will come together to support the Indigenous Voice to Parliament in the upcoming referendum. Mr Albanese made the statement during the opening ceremony of the new Sydney Swans Community Centre in Moore Park yesterday, appearing alongside New South Wales Premier Chris Means. The Prime Minister says Australia's Indigenous heritage is a source of pride for all people of the nation. That 65,000 years of history brings us together. It's a source of pride for all of us, and we have the opportunity to put it in our nation's founding document later this year. And I sincerely hope and I'm confident that Australians will rise to this moment of national unity that is before us and say yes. Australians are set to see their electricity bills go up by 20 to 25% with the arrival of the new financial year tomorrow. The increase of energy prices has been linked to the rise of inflation. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says the government's energy price relief plan should be should help ease some of the ongoing pressures on households. Mr Albanese added the government is doing all it can to support Australians without adding to inflation. So whether you're an individual, a family or a small business, substantial changes kick in on Jul- in July uh, because we understand the cost of living pressures which are there. But in addition to that, what we're doing is having measures that take pressure off cost of living whilst not putting pressure on inflation. Opposition leader Peter Dutton has expressed his solidarity toward former New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian. It comes after the report from the Independent Commission Against Corruption, which found that Ms. Berejiklian had engaged in serious corrupt conduct while maintaining a relationship with former Liberal MP Daryl Maguire. Mr. Dutton told Channel 9 that the former New South Wales Premier's integrity remains intact. In Gladys, I know somebody who is... Uh, uh 
absolutely um, a wonderful person. She's first class and what you see in public is, uh, is what you get in private as well. She's just a very decent person. Um, she chose uh, a bum, basically, and uh, he, he was a bad guy. And I think uh, that she has, you know, paid a big price for that. And uh, her, her integrity is not in question. She's not a corrupt person. Uh, that's not the person that I know. And I think she should hold her head high. Childcare costs are set to be significantly reduced for Australian parents from tomorrow with government subsidies coming into effect with the arrival of the new financial year. For a family earning $120,000 a year with one child in care, their childcare costs will be about $1,700 a year less than they otherwise would be paying. However, the federal government looks to take things one step further with future reforms set to make childcare free under a Medicare-style plan. Education Minister Jason Clare told Channel 7 the government takes early education very seriously. The, the Prime Minister's talked about the fact that Medicare is a universal system. That green card makes sure that your health is looked after, not your credit card. Mm. We've also got a universal retirement system called super. We want to see what we can do here to make sure that we've got a universal early education system so all children get a great start in Mm. life. Flight passengers have been hit with delays and cancellations to their trip plans from Sydney this Friday morning as the airport's runways were hit by strong gusty winds. The heavy weather conditions forced the airport's operators to enact single runway operations. This caused frustration for passengers who arrived at the Sydney's Kingsford Smith Airport on the early morning hours only to see their flights get cancelled. Some say they received no prior notification from the airline operators. Well, we didn't have any warning or anything. We just got here and it's been cancelled, so, yeah, not good. No communication from the airlines? No, no email, nothing. Just got here and just had cancelled on the board. And it's his first flight today on his own, so he was so excited. One of the key designers of the National Disability Insurance Scheme, NDIS, says the program is not working as intended. Professor Bruce Bonaidi, who is helping to lead a review into the scheme, says the NDIS has become an all-or-nothing approach for those with disability to receive support. He says people are beating a path to the door of the NDIS because there are virtually no supports for anyone outside of it. The professor says other disability services need to take bigger, a bigger role. The British government says it remains committed to a scheme to deport asylum seekers to Rwanda despite a court ruling the plan is unlawful. In a split 2-1 to one ruling, three Court of Appeal judges have said Rwanda cannot be considered a safe third country where migrants could be sent as the government seeks to deter migrants from crossing the English Channel in search of safety in the UK. The appeal court has ruled deficiencies in Rwanda's asylum system means there are substantial grounds for believing that those sent there would be returned to their home nations where they would face persecution or other inhumane treatment. Britain's Interior Minister Suela Breverman says the UK is spending $3 billion a year on asylum seeker costs and they remain determined to stop the boards. I've been to Rwanda very recently. I've seen the arrangements in place. There are robust assurances. There is 
independent monitoring. Uh, Rwanda has an extensive track record of supporting 100,000 migrants and refugees. So there are good grounds uh, for progressing with this policy and I have every confidence in it. Vice President Kamala Harris, the the first black vice president in U.S. history, slammed the Supreme Court as blind to history after it struck down affirmative action in college admissions. The High Court declared that race cannot be a factor in admissions, forcing institutions of higher education to look for new ways to achieve diverse student bodies. The court's conservative majority effectively overturned cases reaching back 45 years in invalidating admissions plans at Harvard and the University of North Carolina, the nation's oldest private and public colleges, respectively. Harris told attendees at an economic forum in New Orleans that the court's decision is in so very many ways a denial of opportunity. It is a complete misnomer to suggest this is about colorblind, when in fact it is about being blind to history being blind to data, being blind to empirical evidence about disparities, being blind to the strength that diversity brings to classrooms, to boardrooms. So I I did, Tishana, I thank you for giving me um, this moment to just speak on that. And I think that there is no question. We have so much work to do. And back home, Victoria is set to undertake an Australian first census. From Monday, an online questionnaire will ask animal owners about their pets, including their health and the cost of taking care of them. Pet ownership rates, ha- pet ownership rates have surged from 61 to 69% since the COVID-19 pandemic began. But the Victorian government says there is a lack of up-to-date and reliable data about animal companions because it is up to local governments to collect and store that kind of information. And now to sport, Brooklyn Nets point guard Ben Simmons would not be joining the Boomers squad in their efforts on this year's basketball World Cup. Simmons, who has been troubled by many injuries throughout his career, will be going through rehabilitation for his back injury, according to a statement released by Basketball Australia. The 26-year-old's absence still leaves Australian coach Brian Borchan with many options for his 12 players' roster with the Boomers hinted as one of the favourites for this year's tournament. Australia will begin their efforts in Group E alongside Asian rivals Japan, Germany and Finland. The tournament will take place in Japan, Indonesia and the Philippines between August 25 and September 10. And now having a look at the weather around the country this Friday afternoon, boom, broom, partly cloudy 23, Perth sunny 17, Adelaide showers 15, Melbourne a shower 215, Hobart similar conditions 14, Albury Wodonga cloudy 11, Canberra partly cloudy 12, Wollongong windy and sunny 18 degrees, Sydney sunny 18, Newcastle similar conditions 19, Brisbane sunny day 21, Townsville mostly sunny 20. Seven Keynes a shower two twenty eight Alice Springs cloudy and ten degrees Darwin a mostly sunny day thirty two and the Torres Strait Islands a sunny day and twenty nine degrees and that is NITV Radio News.